0: Thanks for listening to Explorers. I'm Scott Mickeljohn and I play Valentine Fleurwild of the Wild Cards Adventuring Party. This first episode you're about to listen to was recorded in mid-March 2020, just after the COVID-19 pandemic shut the world down. But as any D&D player can attest to, no pandemic would shut our fantasy world down. So we played online for the first time and recorded this session, the 57th game in our campaign. This episode might feel a little rough around the edges, because it is, but we promise it gets better and better every episode. If you like our campaign, please give us a rating and review on whatever podcasting app you're listening from. We have new episodes every Tuesday, which premiere live on YouTube, where we hang out in the chat and talk to anyone who's watching. Before we dive into the episode, here's our dungeon master, Kyle Bryden, to tell you all about the setting of this high fantasy homebrew campaign, the world of Basaria.
1: Welcome to the Hexplorers. My name is Kyle Bryden and I'm the dungeon master to a group who call themselves the Wildcards. We've been playing this homebrew game of mine for nearly three years in the world of Asaria. Asaria is a realm divided. Its four provinces have closed off from one another. This division spurned by past prejudices has given room for outside forces to fester and spread unimpeded. As for our heroes, they've been brought together by fate and divine influence to become the champions needed to combat these forces who call themselves the Revenant Vow. Through the Vow, Asmodeus would have them unseal the gates of hell, unleashing its horrors upon the material plane and creating a tenth layer of hell while growing exponentially in power himself. Our heroes have faced the Revenant Vow and the forces of hell many times, but despite their efforts, two of the four seals binding the gate shut have already been unleashed. But there are still many plots to foil and adventures to be had. So without further ado, welcome to Vizaria, and I give you
0: the wild cards. So, here's some quick background on the party. The Wild Cards is made up of five level 12 characters. First up, I play Valentine Fleurwild. Valentine is a level 10 lorebard, bard multi-classed with level 2 Hexblade Warlock who's pledged himself to Titania, the Summer Queen of the Feywild. Valentine is the quick-witted, dashingly handsome face of the group. Val wields a sunsword he named Heartbreaker, which has a vibrant pink blade made of dusklight from the Feywild. He also has a dire fox named Fern, summoned with the fine steed spell from his magical secrets bard feature, who he loves dearly. Next up is Hondo the Blue, a blue-skinned triton and former sea captain. Hondo is chaotic and loves to flirt almost as much as he loves to steal treasure. As you'd expect from this former pirate, he's a level 10 swashbuckler rogue, multiclassed with level 2 bard. Hondo just found the infamous magical dagger Whisper, ever heard of it? In the tomb of an ancient lich in the abyss. The most stoic member of the Wild cards is Gord Dunsworth. Gord, a tabaxi with gray and black fur, is a level 7 Circle of the Moon Druid and, what no one else in the party is aware of, he secretly made a pact with the demon lord Orcus, having completed many shadowy deeds for his master, and is now a level 5 warlock. Oh, and he also starts his campaign having secreted away a book of vile darkness from the necromancer we just fought against. Next up is Mary, the moral conscience of the group. Mary was raised on the hard city streets of Arendelle, and after the death of her mentor, left home to train with a band of infamous warriors. Not knowing they were secretly a cult of assassins, she escaped their grasp and became something of a hero patrolling the streets and rooftops of Arendelle before joining the Wildcards. Mary is a level 10 Battlemaster fighter and level 2 rogue who wields Mage's Bane, a sword just plundered from that abyssal dungeon, and Tymora's Edge, a gilded short sword blessed with a once a day bit of luck, courtesy of the Goddess of Fortune. Lastly, Alana Brawley Brawlwyn is the heart of the wildcards. Brawley was an orphan dwarf from the northern province of Haverfeld who found work as a mercenary. Brawley is a level 7 cavalier fighter, multi-classed with level 5 totem warrior Barbarian. She rides around on her dire goat Keith and wields Stormcrag, an ancient lightning-imbued javelin of a fabled hero of the Champions Guild and her iconic Thunderstone Hammer. So let's start this episode, shall we? Just before this game, the Wild Cards were attempting to retrieve an ancient evil weapon known as the Black Staff from a dungeon in the Abyss. This corrupted arcane implement was wielded by a terrifying lich named Carval. The wildcards had just fought against Carval, and though defeated the Necromancer, they lost one of their own, Neavir, an NPC who brought the party together in our very first episode. Neavir was killed by Carval after managing to revive Hondo mid-combat. Shattered, the Wildcards were then tricked into trading the Blackstaff to the Revenant Vow to save the lives of their closest allies. But after the trade, their trusted confidant, Raymond Borealis, a powerful wizard, revealed he had betrayed the party and joined the Revenant Vow. He took the Blackstaff for himself and spared their lives for retrieving the evil relic. Defeated and broken, the Wildcards managed to return to the Material Plane with the help of a Celestial Seer they'd encountered once before. This Seer transported them to the middle of the vast Kel Desert, and now standing at the entrance to a lost temple of ancient heroes known as the Platinum Sanctuary. And that, my friends, is where we pick up our wildcards adventure. Take it away, DM Kyle!